0: Hello, welcome back to Sports Corner. I'm your host, Michael Day. Sorry I missed you guys the last two days. I couldn't do a podcast two days ago because I was at the Knicks and Hornets game with my mom, which was a very disappointing ending because KP didn't play, so it was, it was, a, long, it was a long night. Uh, I left early. I left early. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yesterday, I had four shots from the doctor, and I actually could not move my arms. They hurt that bad. So... That was why I wasn't here for the news today. Today, I am back. I am back today. So, let's get right into some news I want to get into. So, a couple stories that are coming up. We have we have reports. Whether they are true or not, I'm not 100% sure, but Bleach Report has reported that Carmelo Anthony has had talked about teaming up with LeBron James at CP3 about joining up in Houston. Now... I have no idea how that would work. I mean, right now, Harden and CP3 look like they're doing just fine. I don't think they need LBJ. I don't think they need Melo. I mean, it wouldn't hurt to have LeBron James on their team. It never hurts. But I don't know how well he would mesh with Harden because they both like to score. And uh, I don't know if he's willing to give it up, like, his team for LeBron James. Because whatever team LeBron's on, it becomes his team. So that just becomes a problem of mass proportions. Anyway. Other news. Vince Carter. Reportedly said that he wants to retire. Not a Toronto Raptor. Not a Sacramento King. Not a Memphis Grizzly. But a New Jersey net. Now. I would have thought. That it would have been cool. To be a Raptor retiree. Because. Because. They haven't actually retired anyone's jersey. He would have been the first retired jersey of the Toronto Raptors. And that would have been a really cool accomplishment. The Nets have retired a bunch of jerseys. And that was... I mean, I I actually went to a a Nets game when Vince Carter played. When they were playing the Knicks and the Heat. And they beat both teams. Both times I went to the Nets games, they won. So, I understand. I know he's played for the Nets. I don't think that's where you would want to retire. I mean, you were a Toronto Raptor legend. You were given a standing ovation when you went to the Air Canada Center. Like, I don't understand why you would want to retire as a franchise like that. I just don't. They have never really been a successful franchise. The closest they've gotten was to a conference championship. I mean, but hey, that's just me. I would want to be retired as a Toronto Raptor because no one else has been retired as a Toronto Raptor. And I think that would be awesome. But Vince Carter's going to do what he wants to do. And there's something I could say that would change that. Now, here's a topic I really want to get into. Now, the Milwaukee Bucks have proven to be a very formidable team in this NBA. Especially with the recent victory over the Cavs a couple days ago. So, the question is, with the return of Jabari Parker... Does that make them a super team? Well, let's look at who they have right now. They have Eric Bledsoe, a fantastic two-way point guard. And then, on top of that, you have the Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo, Chris Middleton, even Malcolm Brogdon coming off the bench. With the addition of Jabari Parker, I think that pushes them over the edge. Because as of right now, Giannis is playing power forward, and Chris Middleton is playing small forward. They like to play a big man lineup. So, that would mean most likely that they would move Chris Middleton back to shooting guard, and Jabari Parker would be a small forward. Now, can that compete with the likes of the Cavs? I mean, if you look at Jabari Parker, his comparisons to being the next Carmelo Anthony put him out as a big standout. He's a phenomenal scorer. He can throw down, he can dunk, he can jump, he can shoot. I mean, he's a phenomenal all-around player. His defense is solid, from what I've heard, and... Giannis is, without a doubt, one of the best players in the NBA. One of the top league scorers. So, you have Eric Bledsoe, who came off a career year last year, averaging over 20 points a game. And Chris Middleton, who has proven he's very formidable, having multiple 30-point games this season and averaging over 20 points. So, when you look at it from that perspective, you have enough scores, you have enough shooters, you have enough great players to become that type of team. So, yeah, I think when Jabari Park gets back, they're in the conversation of a super team with the Dubs, the Cavs, and the Rockets. And OKC, but they're not really much of a super team. And we get back. We're talking about a couple other topics at the recap last night's games. I'm your host, Mike O'Day. See you in a bit. Hello, welcome to the second segment of the Sports Corner. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Now, I want to talk about the Bulls. Because the Bulls have been phenomenal lately. They're on a seven-game winning streak. And they beat the Bucks. They beat the Knicks. They beat the Hornets. They've beaten a ton of really good, or what are considered good teams, or what are really good teams. Some teams not so good. But still, that's a lot of wins for a team that we consider the worst in the league. And it's all due to the presence of one man. And that's Nikola Mirotic. After his face healed, after Bobby Portis punched him in the face uh, during training camp, he came back, they're doing fine, as I've heard. I don't know what the personal relationship is. I'm not there in the locker room with them. I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. But from what has been reported, they appear to be fine. And they're passing each other the ball. They're playing as teammates. And that's all that matters. And they're getting wins. So maybe, maybe, just maybe, we were, we were just a little too harsh on the Bulls front office. Because as of right now, this is looking like a really good move. They're really good young nucleus of Laurie Marketing, Zach Levine, Nikola Miritich, Chris Dunn, They're looking looking like a good team. Zach Levine isn't even back yet. Once they get Zach Levine back, it's going to be a lot better. Because he was already known to be the man. I don't think Nikola Mirotic is ready to be a number one awesome team. He's proven that he can be there. But then again, who else is really there? You know what I'm saying? So, when you look at it from that standpoint, Zach Zach Levine's a 20-point scorer. Alright, that's how he's been. For the majority of his career. He's a phenomenal dunker. Two-time dunk contest champion. He, he ignites teams. He gets the crowd riled up. So I think Nikola Mirotic and Zach Levine will find common ground fairly quickly and be able to continue this. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. But they will definitely make the playoffs in coming years, if not this year. Because they're looking like a very good team right now. They're looking like a well-oiled machine. And I'm looking forward to watching what happens in the future in the windy city. Moving on, 51 points from James Harden was not enough as the Lakers snap the Houston's winning streak. 14-game winning streak. It was fantastic display. I, I'm telling you, the reason, the only reason they lost that game is because Chris Paul got hurt. See, they're undefeated with Chris Paul plays the whole game. They haven't lost. They were 14 and 0. Then they lost because he left the game with a hip injury. So I'm not going to put that on Chris Paul's record. Because he wasn't there the whole game. But it was also due to the phenomenal play from one man. And that man is Kyle Kuzma, who had a career high of 38 points. And in a post-game interview, I was asked, did you expect to be dropping this many points when you came into the league? And he goes, well, yeah, I did in summer league. Of course. Why wouldn't I? The unwavering confidence from him. He's going to be a great player in this league. A second-round draft pick. GMs are kicking themselves about not picking this kid up. It's just a phenomenal player. And I really like what he's been doing for the Lakers. And he's part of this great Lakers young core. They have a lot of potential. The Showtime Lakers, maybe not this generation, will be the Showtime Lakers. But they'll definitely be a very good team in the coming years. Now, if Paul George comes, he's going to have to take a seat on the bench. But him coming off the bench would be phenomenal. So, I mean... Him starting, he's phenomenal. Can only imagine what he'll do coming off the bench as a spark plug. Kelly Olnick had a career high last night with 32 points. DeAndre Jordan with a double double, had 12 points and 20 rebounds, majority dunks as usual. And Demar Derozan, no problem, just destroying the defenses with 28 points and eight assists, dishing it out and throwing it down. When we get back, I'm going to give you a recap of last night's games. Thank you for tuning in to Sports Corner. I'm your host, Mike O'Day. See you in a bit. Hello and welcome back to Sports Corner. I'm your host, Michael Day. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get into that last night's recap, shall we? we had the Raptors versus the Hornets. Raptors win this one, no problem, 129-111. to 111. DeMar DeRozan had 28 points, 2 rebounds, 8 assists on 10 of 15 shooting. Jeremy Lamb had himself a night with 32 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 block, 1-17 shooting. There wasn't much other contributions from the team overall. He was kind of the number one option now this night. But still a solid game for him. And not a terrible loss for the Warriors. Pacers versus Hawks. Pacers beating the Hawks by 10, 105-95. to 95. Victor Oladipo with another great game. 23 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal on 8 of 15 shooting. We had John Collins looking spry as he recovers from his injury. With 18 points, 9 rebounds, 1 block on 6 of 7 shooting. We had the Heat versus the Celtics. The Heat in an upset victory behind Kelly Olynyk's career night of 32 points beat the Celtics by 1. 90 to 90-89. What a thriller. 32 points for Kelly Olynyk, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, 1 block on 12 of 15 shooting. A phenomenal two-way performance for him. Uncle Drew couldn't get it done last night. But still had a good game. 33 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 1 block on 11-24 shooting. But the Kings versus the Nets. Kings won this one. George Hill had 22 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists on 7-9 shooting. And Sean Dinwiddie had 16 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal on 5-15 of shooting. Rough night for him. Definitely missing D-Low right now. Hoping he gets back on the court soon because they need him right now. Magic versus Bulls. Bulls beating... Again, seven games straight now. Seven consecutive wins for what is considered to be the worst team in the NBA. They have different plans. Beating the Magic, 112-94. Nikola Vucevic had 18 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists on 8 of 21 shooting. Nikola Mirotic had 15 points, 10 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 block on 6 of 11 shooting. Lakers and Rockets take that winning streak and snap it. The Lakers did with a 122 to 116 victory. Kyle Kuzma had 38 points, seven rebounds, four assists, one block, tall 17 shooting on a career night. James Harden, 51 points weren't enough, but he also had three rebounds, nine assists, one steal, one block on 15 to 27 shooting. So really good night for the Beard. Even in a loss, he must still be feared. Jazz versus the Thunder. Thunder making quick work of the Jazz, beating them 79 to 107. Donovan Mitchell did not play last night. Russell Westbrook had another triple... Oh, three, sh- three assists shy on another triple-double. Had 24 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, 4 steals on 10 of 13 shooting. So he had a double-double. Rodney Hood had 17 points, 1 steal on 5 of 11 shooting. Then you have the Pistons versus the Mavericks. The Mavericks beat the Pistons in 110-93. to 93. Anthony Tulliver for the Pistons had 18 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists on 5 of 7 shooting. Harrison Barnes... The former dub had 25 points, seven rebounds, two assists, one steal on eight of 15 shooting. Good night for him in the W. Timberwolves versus Nuggets. Tims win that one, 112 to 104. Jimmy Butler or Jimmy Buckets, as others call him, had 25 points, two rebounds, four assists, two steals on eight of 15 shooting. Jamal Murray had 30 points, four rebounds, three assists, two steals on 10 of 17 shooting. Spurs and Blazers. CJ McCollum had a chance to win the game with the three. Bloody missed it. So the Spurs went out 93 to 91. Marcus Aldridge had 22 points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist, 3 blocks on 10 of 17 shooting. Damian Lillard had 17 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals on 6 of 17 shooting. Had a rough night from the floor. Had Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum play a little bit better, I think they win this game to be honest because Kawhi really didn't play. and Without Kawhi, I think they're the better team in terms of scoring. Grizzlies and Dubs. Dubs, no problem dealing with the Grizzlies. 97 to 84, Dubs. Mark Gasol had 21 points, nine rebounds, five assists, two steals, five of 15 shooting. Rough night shooting for him. too. only shot 33% from the floor and was one rebound shy of a double, double. But Clay Thompson had no such problems. Scoring 29 points, two rebounds, five assists, two steals on 10 of 16 shooting. Great shooting performance from him. Suns versus Clippers. Austin Rivers out here trying to make a name for himself. And the 108-95 victory over the Suns. He had 21 points, 2 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 block on 8-16 shooting. And TJ Warren at 22 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, 1 block on 9-24 shooting. That's all for today, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Catch you next time right here at the Sports Corner.